A-League episode 10. It feels good to say 10, man. We've been doing this for quite some time. We've been um, doing it for a decade. For a decade, baby. What's uh, up, Yeezy? Man, you know, it feels good to be back and finally do the intro. It nice. feels good. Akeem done stole the shine from me, but Akeem, I got it back now. I'm doing the intro. Um, Saturday morning, Atlanta, Georgia, baby. It feels good. What's going on, y'all? Everybody much, straight, man? man. It's That's early. Much. I'm really just, you know... Oh, hey, last week, man. <laughs> I wasn't going to say... Georgia Tennessee game. I wasn't. I know that. Um, I was in a good mood, man. I, I, let's, let's just get out the way. Right, right. Out the way. Are, are you okay? No. <laughs> I'm pretending to be okay, but you know. There's another game this week. Okay. So. Okay. So y'all play South Carolina on Sunday. I heard now they moved it to Sunday at like what two or something. Yeah. Okay. It's gonna conflict with the Falcons game. But but it's which is more important? The, to the, the pain. The Falcons. Okay. Right. The pain was. Uh, I don't know. It it, it it softened a little bit for me because I was at uh, Georgia State's volleyball game. Oh, so, so we we were like yeah, we were kind of like looking at our phones like halfway through uh, Twitter, and then we just saw a bunch of people like, "Oh my god! Oh my yeah, god! Yeah. Ah!" I, and, I, then, I, and then we saw the vines, of course, and then the Twitter videos, and then the actual highlight. It's like wow. If I watched that live, I I don't know how I would have reacted. Yeah, I think I ran around the house for about five minutes, just in <laughs> disbelief. Yes, that this. And then, and then the, the really bad part was that you know, watching Butch Jones lay on the ground and cry like he just won a championship. I was like, he was did, did you yeah, see the locker room uh, afterwards? No, they, they, no, uh, I didn't. I didn't. They were singing like uh, Ugly God. It's like, forget all that talking, let's do it. Forget all that talking, let's do it. That song kind of goes in, though. And then Josh Dobbs was in the back trying to, like, not really jump into it because he didn't want to get hurt, I guess. But, yeah. Hey, that's a song to do it to. Um, Yo, so let's jump into the first topic. Uh, The the Rose case. Uh, Update on what's going on with the Rose case. Um, So, yesterday he came, he appeared in court to, to hear the testimony of the of the accuser um, and he's asking for the judge already which is crazy but he's asking for the judge to, for him to be able to miss Tuesday's um, uh, court hearing that he actually was gave his testimony yesterday Friday and what I was surprised about when it keeps surprising me about with Rose is just his his um, his disbelief that it, that it's possible for him to commit this type of crime uh, what we do know is this the act the sex act it did occur like it, that's pretty obvious Rose has admitted that's like long time ago Rose said yeah I, I did I did do this and me and my brothers or not brothers me and his, his friends or people he's known for whatever quite some time two of them they have they have admitted that you know this is what we what we partake in um, but now I guess what the whole courtroom is trying to, to argue is if you know if it was consensual you know the girl saying no uh, Rose is saying that she pretty much implied that she was okay with this. Yeah, which is crazy, right? So earlier that day, when they, okay, the day it happened, um, and Jeremy's just like, come on now. <laughs> so the day, I know, he made the comment saying, in my mind, she consented every time we had sex. Why wouldn't she do it that time? Now, earlier that day, Rose, we know he makes some comments that's kind of like, eh, anyway. But earlier that day, he she came over with a friend, and they had drinks, and she became a little aggressive with him. This is what his his side of the story is. Came aggressive with him. He wasn't really feeling it. He wanted. He left the room, left her presence. She ended up going by the poolside with Randall, one of Rose's close friends, where they had their own acts together, and she wanted Rose to to join in. Rose said no. He wasn't cool with that. That was what Rose is saying that happened that day. She says she doesn't remember that happening at all. Or that, didn't, that didn't even take place. Uh, so then she leaves. Rose gets the taxi for her. She leaves, goes back to her place with her friend, where she also continues to drink just a little bit. Uh, 
to the point that she passed out, blah, blah, blah. So she passes out, and she wakes up, and when she wakes up, she has text messages from Rose saying, hey, we're here, um, I'm sending the car over to get you so you can come back. That's what her side of the story says, that she wanted him to come back to his place, where he said, no, she invited me over there, and we haven't got to read the text messages, but they imply that she wanted me to come over there at 1 a.m., 2 a.m., whatever it was, and, and, and do what, it, what was he said was implied, that, hey, obviously somebody invites you over at 1 a.m., what are you expecting? We are men. That's what Rose said, that we are men. What do men do at 1 a.m. when a girl invites them over? So for his, his whole point is this was, he pretty much did what he was supposed to do. When a female invites you over, this is how you act, this is how you conduct yourself, and because of her sexual history or sexual acts of that day, he used that, he's using that now <laughs> as a way to, to pretty much, he's, he's, yeah, he's victim shaming, and pretty much to, to, to give himself a reason why, hey, this was okay for us to do because this is, we know her, you know her past, we know what she's capable of, we know what she's done, we know what she's known for, that's why he brought in the whole Nick Young thing with Nick Young having a history with her as well, and abortions, all these things that were pretty similar to what happened, I don't know if you guys remember what Kobe went through. So when Kobe's whole case went through the same thing, his attorney used the same method, uh, slut shaming or whatever you wanna say, to use that as a reason for, for their actions and how they were pretty much enticed to do this. Um, and for me, the league even, you know, using this as, as, a, as the word that was used from his teammates, his team, um, as a distraction uh, that was used by Hornacek and that was used by a couple of players. Uh, and I was pretty shocked by that because you know how a lot of sports leagues are, and how they handle these situations is just do that and come back to the team when you're ready. That's the exact words that Hornacek told him. But that's really what a lot of teams feel like. You know, it's no biggie. So there's not a lot of pressure on him. Uh, uh, you know, in the meantime, but I mean, how do y'all feel when it comes to the seriousness, maybe for this case, or if you guys would just want to talk about the, the, the details of the case in itself, whichever, whichever floats your boat. My first point is that everything he said in his testimony sounds like absolute baloney. Yeah, not even baloney. Probably like you know, spam some stuff. Second of all. At first, when I first heard about this case, I just kind of thought, you know, it would kind of go away. It wouldn't be, you know, it would be something that, you know, when didn't really sound like what it sounded like at first. But after hearing his testimony, I'm very afraid for Derrick Rose's career and his freedom because it sounds like he could be going to jail for a very long time. Him and his friends. Um, I Just his testimony that made me kind of feel a lot it, it really makes me feel a lot different about Derrick Rose now. He's, I don't know. He's putting, he's always put on this, you know, really nice, nice guy face or this, this model citizen face. But from what that sounds like, that sounds really bad. Um, so I fear for his career. And my second point is that uh, this case hasn't really gotten the attention that I would have expected to to have gotten. But. Uh, I want to know where the NBA is on this. Like, why haven't they, you know, at least suspended him until the case is settled or, you know, said something? The NBA has kind of just been, oh, that's Derrick Rose. He has a trial going on, but, you know, we're not going to bother him. And it's like, that's why it has it's been really quiet because, you know, I mean, the NBA hasn't taken action against him. And I, I feel like he should be suspended for the whole year now, like, just, just yeah. for having his name caught up in that kind of situation. Yeah. I mean, you can't really go by what he's been quiet. He's not really done anything bad in the past. But he's he's tied to something like this. I mean, that's first of all, with all the stuff that's been going on in the NFL over the last few years, why would you want a guy like being one of the headliners in your league with something like this attached to them? So that's my second issue. And my third issue is that, I mean, you know, we talk about uh, the um, stereotypes and stuff. How can he assume she was anything about her based off her past history or based off how she acts I mean that that's I mean as a black man he should that should be the first thing he throws out of his head like he should never think that about anybody because that's how he wants people to feel about him so I mean now even if he tries to say something about the you know 
all the things going on with the police, you know, and the social profiling. I mean, he can't even be believable now because he's 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 guilty of that now. Yeah. So that's my main. That's one of the main issues. And then you know, like I said, that's, it's ugly. Yeah, it's ugly. It's really it doesn't ugly. look really good. And to your quick before we start, you go like even uh, I read that the Players Association, NBA players, they made a statement and they put out a report of all the off the court contributions that Rose has done. And in the midst of all of this, which is just to me, all moot, all moot at this point. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Now. Go ahead. <clears throat> First of all, I want to say to Derek Gross, you got money, man. So, therefore, to, to have money, you need to be on uh, all ten toes. Excuse me. <clears throat> you need to be on all ten toes at all times. You got to be aware of every single thing you're doing because. People, if people can sue you for anything, if you give them a reason to sue you, uh, for them to sue you, they're gonna sue you because you got money. That's just how it goes. That's the game. You gotta, you gotta move different than you once moved as a kid in high school or someone in college. Now, uh, you know, accepting those actions. Second of all, you got money, there, girls. So, how did your lawyer team or defense team allow you to, to come up with with stuff like that? You sound like you talking to your boys. And yeah, then you, yeah. and when, when your boys roast you, like, bro, you know how stupid you sound? And you talking to a court. You you really presented that. You talked to your lawyers, all this, your defense team. All right, here's the game plan. And you come out talking about, well, I mean, bro, she takes me at 1 o'clock. You already know what the deal is, bro. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I thought it was. Are you serious? You're a grown man, Derrick Rose. Yeah. You're too old for this. And I, I think that's where, you know, when, when you have a guy like Derrick Rose, Who's gotten away with so much growing up? You know, I don't want I don't want to drop too much alleged stuff out there. Y'all can find it on the internet, but I'm talking about cheating in high school to get into Memphis, cheating and this to get the it did it. When when you get away with so much and you're so privileged as a star athlete, Derrick Rose, top player in Chicago, first best thing in Chicago since Michael Jordan, best thing in Chicago since Dwayne Wade, whatever. Then you have a situation like this. And for the NBA not to say what, what what Eric just said, what the NBA PA come out, oh, this is all the good he's done. That that's despicable, because you're making it all right. Yeah, it's like cops after like a, another black person dies on the arm and it's stupid and it doesn't make any sense and we got another hashtag and more protests and everything going on and the cops release every single good deed and community, active community service they've done so far in 2016. How do you think black people will react to that? They don't want to hear it. Exactly. <laughs> so. And, and with even with him, I think what you hit on was like all that he's been able to get away with up until this point. To me, it's, when I think about it, it's like that's an athlete problem, like period. Because yeah. it's, they have like a world where I have to understand like when you, deal with them like they live in a world with different layers you know what I mean like they're they're protected by so many different layers coming from like AAU and whatever it starts at where they're just they're living in their own bubble where everything revolves around them it's concerned about them especially an athlete protect- like Derrick Rose oh, yeah. he, he's been the best at every level so he he, yeah. he was known to be the guy he was the guy that was going to be the face of the NBA for the next 20 no, years, for the next 10 years exactly. so he's oh, been yeah. protected for since he was probably in the 8th or ninth grade they knew. They we, knew. We knew he was about to, They knew probably then. As soon as he got in high school, oh, he's going to go college at least or be a big-time college player. He was early on like a prodigy pretty much. I mean, you go around Chicago, people talk about him like crazy. Like, they knew he was going to be that dude. So for him, it was no. It was just you being spoon-fed this whole thing that you're untouchable, that, you know, this is how you conduct yourself. But as a man, you really haven't been – you didn't. You never actually learned how to be a man because you don't know how to be a man when you're, when you're given so much. You don't really know what truly it means to be a man and how to conduct yourself. Um, and and that's what's most disappointing about the words he's saying. Like you're, like Rashad, you're saying like I don't know what his attorneys are doing or what they're telling him because dudes going up there saying stuff <laughs> like that. That's just like I don't understand. Like in my mind, she consented every time we had sex. I was like, why? In what world would that seem okay? That it, it doesn't matter if she the previous times you guys felt you felt it was okay. It doesn't matter if she acted you know acted in this former fashion. When that night came and you continue to press her, 
at 2 a.m., whatever it was, and you continue to call her and say, yo, get up, we're here, we're downstairs, which is what took place, and then you guys went upstairs to do what you do, that in itself should have been the biggest sign to him, like, yo, let me, like, that to me was aggressive enough. Right. You keep calling somebody, yo, get up, let's do this, and you know the girl was already drinking at your place because you sent her home. You got a taxi for her to go home, all right? So it's like, if you know that, and it's up, you should have left it alone, my man, like, or just tell her, yo, maybe another time, we'll, you know, let's get together, link up another time. But you pressing it like you did, it's irresponsible, it's stupid, it's ignorant, it's shameful. Um, he's standing by what he's saying that, hey, she said it was okay for all of us to, to, to do what we did. Um, he's getting sued for, what, 20 mo 21 mil? <laughs> Um, so either, we're gonna figure out which way it goes. For the uh, for the jury though, it has it's made up of six women and, and three men. If I'm if I'm not mistaken. Well, um, I'm sorry, six men, uh, six women. <laughs> we had a mic fall up in here. We had six women and two men. I'm sorry. And 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 really, that's to me. He's he's not in favor here at all. Rashad's trying to get his mic together right now. Uh, but I I got one more point, guys. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. You know, in defense. You know, he's uh, the part where he was saying, you know, we're men and this is the yeah, this is at one thirty in the morning. If a girl call you over there, first of all, in in defense of all normal good gentlemen, <laughs> that is not what a man you thinks. Stand up for us, thank you. That is not what men think when yeah. you call us at one o'clock in the morning. Yeah. First of all, he sent her home drunk. First of all, he should have wanted to check on her because it's the decent thing to do. Somebody, you send somebody home drunk. I mean, no, as a, see, see, that's the difference. Okay, well, well, I'll say this. If a girl hits you up at 1 a.m. and says, yo, come through, but you know she's conscious, then it's like, all right, as us, we can be honest here, we're going we're gonna to feel like, all right, maybe, I don't know, she might be implying something. That's like the, you know, make the joke of what you doing text, like what you doing up, yeah. are you still up text? Like, we all joke about that because we kind of know, you know, we're kind of thinking, hey, what does that mean? But for this, it's, like you're saying, she was already drinking. Yeah. So and she hits you up like that to the you, point where they had to send her home. home. Exactly. So you know already what kind of state of mind she's in. And so she never, she never said, "Hey, it's cool, y'all come through and do this." He says, he's trying to say previous days led up to this point where she pretty much implied, "Hey, you know, like I'm really down with anything," um, and which is crazy to me because they were dating. Yeah. So it's like I guess Rose, she's thinking they're in a relationship. Rose is like, "All right." Yo, you're cool just to be around. Yeah. She took it as like, yo, we have a future together, which she said, I thought we had a future together, which is why it took her so long to really like bring this case up. I but know Rose is you just want like this for life. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Yachty. Yeah. You know what I mean? Little boat. So it's, Little it's, boat. it's just like, you know, it they're two to you know, but I know what you're saying. Like if, if we're talking about the pressing point, yeah, like he pressed it at 1 a.m., 2 a.m. Yeah. Um and as men that's not what every man exactly. every man does exactly. not think that I've never you know gotten a text well you know that late at night and then it, it automatically assume that's what that meant you know like most most gentlemen that, wouldn't think that or you know they wouldn't go there expecting that I mean I, that's really just a foreign way of thinking to me because that's just not I mean that's not what gentlemen do I don't think you know you could go over there and she could just be she could just want to chill yeah, mean, you, it's you not know, a big deal yeah man. you shouldn't go over there expecting that and then bring your homeboys like that was the that, <laughs> like why, why would you bring your homeboys with you like like that yeah, first of all yeah, like yeah, then that's your the whole girlfriend meeting, bro. yeah whole this, team meeting. this is a team meeting dog like that to me is wild um so they they go back Tuesday Rose asked if he could miss Tuesday uh, court hearing because they have the game on Monday. He don't need to be worried about basketball. I know, right? right? That's the last thing he need to be worried about right now. Which is his, wild to me. His, yeah. car his career could be over yes. behind this. And he but doesn't already it's over. like he, hey, yo. he he <laughs> act like he acts like he really doesn't understand how serious trouble he is in right now because I I, I Well because know. everybody around him is not telling him how serious this is. Like you're like we were saying, like it's not you have your teammates or whoever in the, the whole league is is not really pressing you to hey, take care of this matter you know, and then come back, you know, like what well, well, Hornacek said, take care of it and come back later. But even that, him saying that Hornacek saying it's just like, oh, you'll be good pretty much. It's like, all right, handle that and then come back and then let's get, you know, learn how the offense runs, blah, blah, blah. Like you know it's what? nothing. It's like, no, no, no. It kind of makes me wonder if this situation is kind of why the Bulls were so quick to pull the trigger exactly. on the trade. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. They you, think, know, you think they knew what was up? I think they, they kind of had a... Yeah. Uh, you know, a feeling of what was up. Maybe they didn't know all the details, or maybe they didn't know the seriousness of what happened. I mean, the state, the statement yeah. he just, the the his testimony, yeah. kind of 
Like I, I honestly didn't really know the deep, the depth of what was going on and how serious it was. But his his testimony basically convicted him almost. Yeah, yeah, it did. It's, it's awful. It's now I think, like you said, if he would if this would have took place in Chicago right now, man, it's like because they were already at like the peaking point. They were just about to be done with him. Yeah. So if this happened right now in Chicago, while he's on the Bulls right now, they would have gone, all right, yo. They probably would just released him. Yeah, they're like, yo, we gotta get rid of this because we've had enough. We've held on to you enough. We stay with you through all the injuries. Your mediocre play. Your, your mediocre play for sure. You know what I mean? You gotta go. So yeah, so um, cool, cool, cool. Let's get into the next one here. Uh, Odell Beckham and all the attention he's receiving, man, for his on the field retaliations or whatever you want to call it. Um, he got a fine for 24000 from the league, which the league just finding everybody now. I think they're like trying to make up for what Kaepernick's doing, so they're just gonna find everybody. I don't know if that's what they're doing. It's kind of it's, it's crazy. It's that hey, uh, right to free speech. Yeah, right. And then you can't even do a dance like Antonio Brown losing money every week. But no, but uh, Beckham, Beckham and uh, Xavier Rhodes got into it. I know y'all saw what happened on the sideline there. Uh, Eli Manning made his statements after the game, saying that he brought this upon himself. He needs to play smarter than this. I disagree completely. My problem with it is the wide receiver position in itself. If you think about it, you have to be, we saw T.O. this way, we saw Chad, we saw all the greats this way. I know Jeremy, you disagree with me, but I'm just saying, you have to be a certain way, a certain makeup. When you're sitting on an island with an opponent and it's mano a mano, and they're pretty much, the way you look at it as a receiver is everybody's head hunting out there. Everybody's looking to take you out. Odell knows that everybody wants him out because he dances. He has a good time. He's young. What's he like? 23, 24. Young dude having fun. He got money, and he's he's almost he feeling like the face of the league sometimes. Um, and so a lot of people want to come for him. I think like he hears stuff that a lot of other wide receivers don't hear at all, which he gets questioned for his sexuality all the time. When I get on the internet, you see that people make jokes of this Carl and that. Dale. You know, and it's like, yo, dude, I don't know what he's done for that to, you know, to, you know, they do the different vines. They try to put it in slow motion to make it look like he's doing this and that. But the attention that they're using him, I don't know, what's the Giants record right now? Is it, are they one, are they like two and, I had they won two games. I think they're still one game. I think they only won one game. They, well, they won it up. Dallas. They won Dallas? That's all we know. Yeah. And then they, they lost Redskins. And I think they lost. And they just lost the Vikings. Yeah, yeah, they lost Vikings. Vikings, yeah, one and two or one and three. So, and and for that, I mean, obviously, when you're in New York City, somebody's got to take the blame for it. And for some reason, it's not going to be Eli because I guess he has two rings. But for if we look at the actual stats, Eli's been playing poorly the last. I'm sorry, it's four games. I'm sorry, but four games now. His QBR has dropped every single game. But for some reason, Eli Manning in New York is untouchable, as we've I think we've grown accustomed to. Eli Manning, yeah, Manning last name. Has Eli Manning ever had a, a backup quarterback? No. Has anybody, <laughs> there's never been any pressure on Eli to do anything. So for Eli to come out and make the statement, he feels comfortable and secure in himself that I can say this and this. I mean, what are y'all really going to do? The, co- uh, the coach in itself, the coach made his comments last week that he needs to learn how to control his emotions and he's becoming a distraction and all those things. When you just got into the position, you're, this is your first year, if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken. It is. Um, and his defense is ranked 30th in third, third down conversions. Your pass defense isn't doing too well. You're like 18th or 19th. So for me, you have other concerns other than just Odell. Odell wants to, if you hear the mic a lot of times when he's on the sideline, they have him for NFL Network and whatever he's doing. It's a lot of times he's saying that he wants to win. Let's win. Even last year versus Norman, he said, I want to win. He's like, yo, we're not playing hard enough. He was screaming about it, which we saw the same thing with T.O. It's not all about, he's not looking for attention. I don't look at it like that. I say Odell's just a competitive dude, and you have to be when you're pretty much, to me, for that team, he's that guy. I don't look at Eli as that guy because he's not consistent enough. Odell is that guy. He has to steamroll. He has to get this whole team going. If he wants to fire them up this way, he has to. Who else is going to do it on that team? So I don't see him as a distraction. I feel like this knickknack, it's it's really, it's very small because these things happen on a football field a lot, every week. When you trash talking with dudes and this is happening, they get into it all the time. Jeremy, you play football, man. Like you know, this is what you, you know. This is what happens on the field. But I let you go ahead, man. I let you go. Uh, I mean, I I agree with you with the Eli bashing. I think Eli Manning is there. He's been their issue for years now, and he's untouchable. I get it. I agree with you. But you compared, you know, Odell Beckham to T.O. I did that. I did do that. 
Odell Beckham is probably the most supremely talented football player I've seen in the last decade. Just off his skill set, what he's able to do with his hands, whatever he, what he's able to do with his route running. And he's probably the best athlete on the field at all times. And that's including you know, yep. other teams' offense. He's probably the best athlete in the NFL right now. But he's soft mentally, and he's crying about the attention he's drawn on himself. I get what you're saying. You know, he didn't ask for that. He's a competitive guy. Yes, but so was T.O., like you were saying. But the difference is that T.O., not only did he take the punishment and take the, you know, the arguments and all that, he took all of what Odell Beckham is whining about. Football isn't fun anymore. I'm blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Stop crying. I mean, you you asked for this. You're a supremely talented player. You, you this guy has the potential to be an iconic figure in the NFL. That that doesn't happen very often because you can't see these guys' faces. You see this guy everywhere. So, you know, To, Randy Moss, those guys like like the fight. They like people to talk to them. They like they they gave they dished it out just as much as they took it, if not more. And then they just went out and performed. Like they didn't. That. No, you're right. I can see that. They yeah. didn't. They didn't say, "Well, I'm getting covered, triple covered, and I'm I don't like playing football because people are expecting too much out of me." No, accept it. Yeah. This is your like. This is the moment. Like these moments in people's careers are gonna decide what kind of legacy they're gonna leave. Like I mean, LeBron James went through it too, where he was like, people. He heard all the outside noise, and they kind of broke him down a little bit, but. That's where I think Odell Beckham. He's that's where he is right now, and you know, I. It's kind of early for him to be there, isn't it? Yeah. Think about it, like I did. Okay, those comments in itself threw me. I was like, hey, I mean, you're only I forgot what was it year three, three? right now? Yeah, three. year three. It's really early for you to say you're not feeling it anymore. But yeah, I, no, that comparison when I brought the to and it was just the the emotions on the field was what I was trying to point to. But no, what you're saying is the fights getting into it with people and all that, T.O. and Randy didn't do that as much. So I, your point is that's exactly true. Though. I give him that. Like, Beckham, I don't want him to get into the, you know, the fist fights, but what we saw last year, like with Carolina, is I feel like a lot of times that his sexuality is being talked about on the field. Yeah. And we don't know what they're saying. So? But dudes, dudes is questioning you like that. And, shut them up. And you got to shut them up. No, I get that. But T.O. and Randy all shut them up every time. Yeah, they can. But you can call them whatever you want. You're a grown man. You're a grown man, Odell Beckham. You, uh, he's, yeah, he's only 23, 24. He's just a couple years older than me. And I would know if someone called me a dis that every single play, and I'm the best athlete in the league. I'm one of the best receivers in the league. I'm not the best. I'm not the top two, but I'm one of the best in the league. I'm going to be like, yo. Yo, okay, the girls love me, right? <laughs> I come in the club. Everybody want to dance with me. Do you know who yeah, you talking chill, to? He's chilling at Drake's place, right? He chilling at, he's doing it's, backflips exactly, at Drake's house. Exactly. Do you know who you talking to? I'm Odell Beckham. That's the kind of attitude he needs. I'm, he don't have I'm best friends with Michi, and, and I hit them folks like no other. Yeah. No one else in the league can yeah, hit yeah. them folks like me. Nope. So why, why, am I, why am I mad? Why am I getting frustrated when someone tries to talk down on me and tries to trash talk me? I'm Odell Beckham Jr., as Jeremy said. So why are we? Why? Well, his quarterback I mean, is playing terrible. Yeah, my I think, look, it's hard. You're frustrated too. He's also frustrated because you can't shut people up the way you want. Him crying and doing all the stuff with Norman, to me, when I saw that, was just a frustration out of we're all playing bad. But and it's not selfish. Right. But it's like we, he wants to win first. To me, he wants to win first. You know. But also, he knows the matchup, man. You're, this right. is competitive. You want to win as a point guard. You know, when I, whenever I play ball, or whatever, it's like I feel the same way. It's like you want to win the game, but you also want the other dude. You also want to just thrash him. You just right, want to yell. Right. Like you can't say nothing. Like I, I, we won, and also you lost this one-on-one matchup. That's how every point guard in NBA feels. Like you know that. Yeah, yeah, that, but you at, want at, that matchup. At the same token, there's a line between just competitiveness and maturity. You know what I'm saying? Like even against last year against uh, Josh Norman. You know, he went out there and they, they almost fought. But Odell still did his thing. And did the Giants still come out with the victory? No, they, they lost. lost. They lost. <laughs> but it was close, though. Yeah, it was but, close, though. But, yeah. but Odell had, like, two touchdown grabs, right? Yeah. So so Odell still did his thing. This, this is the thing or with one, this year. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. One one at the beginning of the game. It was, and it was on Norman, right? At the, yeah, yeah, in the end zone. Yeah, it was on Norman. So, so, yeah. So, I mean, you, you, had, uh, you had that going on. 
this year oh yeah they are the problem with this year is you know i've never seen at any level a dude on the sideline throw his helmet into the goal post and hit you know what i'm saying and hit himself <laughs> in the head you know that that's just too much bro you're doing the most you're doing the absolute most like i've never seen that it's a distraction on man. little league football peewee whatever man yeah. middle school yeah. jv freshman uh varsity semi-pro college georgia state i've never <laughs> seen anything like that in my life so you, you gotta grow up man i've never seen anyone act that childish it's it's not a good example to set you know the kids are looking at Odell beckham because he's one of those you know dudes but it's like cam newton you know cam newton gets hit and he not really complaining that much he was kind of complaining but he wasn't letting it show they on the sideline. They used to get on him about him so-called pouting on the sideline when he put the towel over his head. He right, right, put, right. When, when he, he put, put the, the towel over his head. He still did that last year, put the yeah, towel over his head. When they, they were winning. Were, yeah, right, so right. I, and know. he was just smiling. But why did Odell Beckham get a pass? I don't think he's getting a pass. No, I, I'm saying, why does it seem like it's only... Because it's like, all right, when they got on Cam about his actions on the sideline or whatever he was doing when they were couple seasons ago when they were losing or they were so-so um they said because of his position he's supposed to act a certain way so now we got odell and he's at a wide receiver position which is we know is one of the biggest deep but we positions. but we never seen it at this level like this like i said yeah, I've, never, I've never seen a wide receiver cry on the sideline t.o never cried he on cried. the sideline oh, he cried t.o they, they had that, so, that so, screaming so, match so, that screaming match against against mcnab and he cried. He and cried. Jeff hey, Garcia. San Francisco. Uh -huh. Yes. Did, didn't he? Uh, he cried after he made that that oh, grab. Oh, the Packers. He cried then. Yeah, I know. That was good. I was like, I don't, I don't, I don't remember him crying because we we losing and and I can't catch the ball or I I can't get the ball because I'm getting double teamed. I, I think like, I think were, that's bro. most of his his issue is that he's not scoring touchdowns and he can't have his fun. That, that's what that's, that's that to me that's what makes it childish is because you can't I can't have my <laughs> way. So now I'm gonna cry. <laughs> but you, you got your quarterback over there throwing ducks. I mean, what do you want? Last year Eli looked better with with uh, with no ask you a question over here. Yeah. No, no, wait. I'm sorry. To hit, I'm like, real quick, Rashad said something that um, you also just hit on when he said his publicity. He's like the most like sought after, yeah, uh, popular wide receiver we've seen in quite some time. Yeah. So, um, yeah, go, ahead, go ahead. Oh, but my question is that you know, T.O. didn't cry to Jeff Garcia. So uh, let me ask you a he question: did. Is Eli Manning as good as Jeff Garcia or better? He's better than Jeff Garcia. Yeah, yeah, he's better, but he's, he doesn't play like it. We've seen Eli. A lot, dog, how many seasons Eli led the league in interceptions? You know what I mean? Like eight, uh, half of his career, yes, probably. That's what I'm saying. So how I think, much jewelry does he have, though? Check out all my jewelry. Sure. <laughs> I mean, that's not. Shout out to Gucci. It's crazy. Right. Eli Manning gets a pass just because he won two Super Bowls and he actually had them. He made one throw in each of those games and yes. won him a Super Bowl. Yes, yeah, he did. That's all you need. Yeah, true. That's all when you it comes need. Down to the, to the you one. can't take it away from People him. People are considering him as a Hall of Famer, man, like a hall, hall At one point, they're trying to say he's better than his brother because he got two rings. Oh, and right. That's and, still and, and Peyton couldn't sorry. show up in the playoffs, and he showed up when it mattered the most. <laughs> I can't see for Eli, for him to get this pass that he's getting right now at this moment, and I'm sure other people will come out and finally start criticizing him for for his comments. I hope so. I'll say that I hope so because at the moment it's not. But Odell, like you're saying, he's the most popular, so it's a lot more fun for people to want to write about, talk about, yeah. because it's him. So it's like it's so easy target. But like I was saying earlier, it's just I don't know what position is allowed for them to act a certain way because it seems like whatever, if it's a quarterback, not supposed to act this way. Receiver like Odell, not supposed to act this way. Defenders, like even we saw with. Um, uh, last year, how the Cincinnati Bengals Steelers game went, and yeah, it was it got ugly because they were fighting and doing all that. I get it, but at the same time, it's like it gets heated out there. You play, you know, yeah. it gets ugly. Dudes is like playing, really, you playing to feed your family. So when it comes to that, this ain't college. It's different. Like you're playing to feed your family, so the, the, you know the stakes are a lot higher. But it's like, at what point do we look at positions and say, hey, all right, it's cool. They can act this. A I mean, but way. but but what did what did Pittsburgh and Cincinnati do on the sidelines though? They, they left it all on the field. Yeah. No, no, no. They fought too, though. They, I think on they on got the sideline? Well, no, no, no. They no, weren't he, fighting. He means that they go on the like, sideline and throw it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. didn't see that. No. But they got into it, though. You know, people were saying it they was got into disgusting it on the field. On the field, yeah. And they were pushing. They were. It, it, this dude, Odell, is he he just getting mad at. Yeah, he beating himself up, literally. <laughs> no, I'm just. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, yeah, yeah. Ah. bro, you, you too. 
Bruh. Yeah, yeah. You got. He's, you're a grown he, man. He's gonna be all right. He's gonna be all right to me. I could see him in another uniform this time oh, next year. Come on. I mean, it's not because you know he's a bad player or he doesn't fit with the. Giants. Because he leaves. Because he wants to leave. I think oh. he. I, I I honestly think he'll start seeing that you know the issue with Eli. He'll eventually say something. Because I don't think he's gonna have to. Be, I don't think he's gonna be that receiver. He's gonna be quiet and just take no. back quarterback for years. Quarterback play for years, and he's gonna eventually be like. All right, man, I need another quarterback, or, you know, I'm going to have to get up out of here. And then, eventually, he's going to become such a, a distraction, a distraction to the team that, you know, they're going to be like, well, what can we get for this guy? Yeah. Somebody's that, Well, that's how you, you're pointing to, like, that's exactly how T.L. felt. That's why T.L. left the 49ers in the first exactly. place, like you're saying, because it's yeah. like, you got inconsistencies at your quarterback position. Dog, it gets frustrating. It's frustrating. That's you, that position alone, I think that, even more than a running back. It's so predicated on somebody else's success. You know, right. like you need your quarterback more than any. I think any position, like just in sports, period. So it's like when if that's the case, then yeah, I don't blame him. I'm gonna go somewhere else where I'm like, I want. Hey, look, we'll take you in, in Green Bay, dog. All right, if you want to go play with Aaron Rodgers or whatever, or somebody, or Tom come, Brady, come play with the the best quarterback in the league don't say right now. Actually, I'm not jinxing. Money, money, money. Actually. That when I said what I said, that was the landing spot I had in mind. I don't know if you guys know <laughs> That's that. what you were thinking. I, I was actually that, yeah, yeah, right, right. Julio and Odell Beckham. Oh my god. And or or you know going I, to I, I don't LA. Think Odell or Julio would like that. Nah, probably not. Because you know. Well, no, no. I, uh, Julio doesn't. I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Who, who, yeah. No, you're right. who, yeah. When, when, when Julio get the ball forty times a week, he like, hey, he, he, he like, I'm tired, man. Yeah. Go ahead, you take it. <laughs> I'm uh, tired. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, so that's the old deal. Um, next up, we got the Warriors. I don't know if you guys watched them this week. Because <laughs> I didn't want to. I sat there oh, on the couch Lord. watching them and just shaking my head. I said, this is not happening. This is not real. Eric's I, a Clippers I, fan. Yeah, I am. Yeah. I, am a, I am a Chris Paul fan, and I so I had to be a Clippers fan. I'm oh, so he's a LeBron fan also. Yeah. <laughs> no, I would never be. All right? Look, team to team to I don't team do that. That's Cuff's the legend. He does it on Twitter. Let me say, Warriors, I saw DeMarcus Cousins. Uh, reaction to seeing I don't know if you guys saw it DeMarcus Cousins walked past Kevin Durant and saw him talking to the media and I said that's exactly I said that's exactly what any of us would have done when we cover these games Rashad might be at the Hawks game this year and we're going to see Kevin Durant talking I think I'm going to do the same double take like I can't this is not happening right now it is unfair watching them when they Dude, when, I, when the Clippers game started off, yeah, that score was crazy. They were up like twenty to like three at like within the first couple minutes. You know what I mean? So I get that. That's not gonna happen every game. But my whole point is, and I know they had a sacrifice they bench. Whatever. You ha- you can look at all the negatives for the team. But that starting five, where Steph Curry can really just have the most open threes, even though he already had open threes last year, the last two years, and now he's literally chilling, grilling in the three-point corner. He's like flipping burgers, dog, chilling. And then you can't forget about Zaza. And you got Zaza up there beating up people, man. You know, he can't wait to come for Dwight's head. I know him and Dwight got the pass. But look, so then you got that happening. You got Clay. Who doesn't mind? Hey, I'll take a not take a backseat, but hey, I'm unselfish as well. You got Draymond said, look, I can just do the dirty work. I'll take an open three every now and then, maybe, but I'll do all the dirty work, get all the rebounds, get all the assists. I'm gonna be a triple double machine again. It doesn't watching that and the ball moving this way, and the way Kevin Durant said, I never played with a team. He pretty much said that. I never played with it in a system like this. All right, where they're moving the ball because we saw what happened to OKC. It was just one on one. But now this team. It's, it's, it's not fair and it's, it's not fun to watch. I really wasn't having fun watching them. I'm not intrigued by watching them at all because it's like this is what the whole season for them, I'm not even caring. What, if they lose five games in a row, I don't care. Like the Heat went through the same thing the first time they got together. I'm just looking for what's going to happen in the playoffs, maybe by the second round. I'll wake up when they get to the second round in the playoffs. But for now, I don't care watching them at all. I don't know how y'all feel about these Warriors. Man. They've ruined the NBA. I don't know how the commissioner let this happen or allowed this to happen or you know, even said that, you know, he should have went to Kevin Durant. Like, look, I know you want to go to Golden State because you're a crybaby, but <laughs> I need you to go somewhere else or stay in OKC because the league is just going to be terrible. You there, I mean, we can't sell regular season tickets. We can't We can't get people to watch. Like, now, if the Golden State Warriors are playing the Cleveland Cavaliers on a Friday night, Huh. Hang out. Watch. I'll watch that. Wait, you said the Cavs? No, I'm going to say another team. I'm going to say, okay, uh, I, any team <laughs> other than the Cavaliers. That 
or going to hang out or you know going on a date or nah, something. Yeah, I'm going. I'm, I'm, I'm going. Yeah. I, I, there's no point to watch that. Nope. I mean that break. Yeah, it's like the regular season doesn't even matter anymore. It's like it's like college basketball now. It's like even college basketball has a little meaning in the, in the regular season, right? But like this was a preseason basketball game that we're talking about where he did it. Clippers, where the Clippers were destroyed by the Warriors. The Clippers were the team that, or one of the teams that we thought could, could match up. make it interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nope. No, it's not. It. But it's just preseason, so I'm not putting so much stock into it. But I, I feel you. No, it's the Clippers will play a better game next time they see them. It's, it's, so. just, it's just like it's scary how fast they're coming together, be, though. Yeah, it, it is. It's, it is. That's it's, what, yeah. it's not even like the score and how the Clippers play that one game. It's like if you watch the game. That like the ball movement, like both of y'all said, is it looked like they had chemistry already. Like yeah, they had yeah. the February chemistry, like mid-season form. Like they were moving the ball and just smiling. And that's game. what makes it and frustrating to watch. Cause like this is not supposed to happen that easy. Right. Like, we it, saw it, the it looked like an all-star exhibition. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. And then it, you talk about the Heat. The Heat had a big three. They had they have the, a uh, Mario a Chalmers four. as their point guard and. I think Udonis Haslam was in the starter yeah, lineup. Yeah, those two. Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah, you got the rest okay. of the three. Yeah. Then they didn't and then, have a bench. And then yeah, and then you had um the the yeah, ugly dude, the uh, ugly dude, Joel Anthony. Yeah, Joel Anthony. Damn, damn, he ugly. They all messed up. <laughs> so, so, Shout out to Joel. So, hey, that, that's who they had, bro. And then and then they eventually got Shane Battier. And uh, they had Mike Miller already. Ray Allen came later. Yeah, and Ray Allen came later. Shane Batty got a weird head, but go ahead. That, that game. <laughs> he, is, he got like, he got stretch he got, marks in his he head. He has like waves, man. Yeah. He, he, has, he has like sideways waves. How in you his got ball, ball waves? <laughs> How you brush that, dog? I know you be hurting. You got the tears in his eyes when you brushing your head. Hey, man. <laughs> Hey, but, so, Shout out to Shane. Yeah, so, but but yeah, you don't even have like a big five here. You have a big six because you got Andre Iguodala, a former oh, NBA All Star, coming off the bench, a potential six man of the year. Yeah, man. exactly. So it's just like, what is the point? Dog, it's it, it, exactly. But, look, but at the end of the day, when it like we said, when it comes to playoff time, KD, whatever you did to come to the Warriors, you avoid being that guy in the OKC. He's still gonna have to face. The music when it comes. Well, I mean, he still got to be that guy. Right, the, 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 thing is, need him. the thing is, when everybody keeps saying about uh, Kevin Durant, all the criticism, I thought about it. Remember, well, I know it's not the same magnitude, but remember uh, Rasheed Wallace. He when, when he wanted out of Portland, he wanted out of Portland because he didn't want to be the guy all the time. That that's why that's why he didn't really want to stay with the Hawks too long because he was gonna have to be the guy. So you know, at Detroit, he could you know fit in with a couple of other yeah. All Stars. Yeah. And they could win a championship, but Rasheed Wallace is, nah. you know, no disrespect. Okay. Uh, yeah, but I was about to he, say. he's not the, the third great greatest player in the world right now. Yeah, I, so. I absolutely agree with that. That's yeah. that's what I think. I, you can. I'm not. The decision to me was whack. It's always going to be whack. I'm not gonna. I'm not thinking like, oh, years from now, we're just gonna forget that he made this choice. It's just all about what he wins from here on out. And now, because especially if they win this year, what I want to see is for them to go through. I look, just don't if they don't win it this year. I think people would like appreciate them more and have more respect for Katie if they don't win it this year, even maybe next year. If they win I it still, their third year, uh, if they finally if it takes some, but they have to go through something because if they just win it this year straight out, it's gonna be, no. He's not getting any credit. This is all Steph's credit. Steph's right. gonna get the credit because it's his team already. Right. Uh, Draymond and Clay, they, that's their team, so they gotta get. Hey, Steph got two rings now. Right. Clay got two rings now. But for Katie, nah, he's not getting any uh, any appreciation for that. So. For this team, I want to see. I would, for their sake, <laughs> it'd be better for them to lose these next couple, next two seasons if they want any enough you know, people to have any type of respect for them. Because right now, they're just a villain. Everybody hates them, which I'm yeah. a part of that. I'm I'm, and it's kind of sad to see Durant be a part of that because you know a couple years ago he was the the beloved guy of the league. Yes, and I now, didn't love him. Like LeBron. Yeah. I mean, but now he's the guy everybody hates. But you know, back to you know what you guys saying. I like I I like competitiveness. And right. for somebody to say, "Well, I don't want to lose to a team," you you had you had this team beat. You had this Adam. team beat literally a few months before you decided to go join them. So what changed over that little bit of time where you was like, I mean, one or two or three plays here or there, you win, you beat these, this, you beat this team. You beat them. Andre Iguodala said that that he came on Breakfast Club and said they were the better team. 
He said that's flat out. He said they were the better team. We, I can say that now because the series is over. That's what he said. But they were the better team. Right? So why yeah. not? Why not? You know, you and your boy Rush get together, take a few less dollars, and add someone else to you guys, and you beat. They them added Ola Depot too, like you said, like yeah, Rashad was saying. They added Depot, which was a great. That's a great backcourt help for. And, and you got about five big men anyway. Oh exactly. yeah. Oh yeah. They're all good. Yeah. And I would have took. You know, I would have couple one of those guys on the draft pick and turn and go and win a guy. You know, somebody off my bench that can score. You right. know, I. Yeah. I get it. They they had assets to where they could have added to that team and made them that oh, much better. Presty is great at that. That's why I love Presty. Presty will add. He knows how to get his. He's great at trades. Period. He knows how to get players down. Like he got a little people for Ibaka, and they're gonna love that. But yeah, it's but, like, but 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 like what Jerry was saying. Like that. That's a great part about sports. Like I could watch. I could turn on a random game in any sport. But if it's a close game at the end, I'm gonna be like, oh, exactly. oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if, if we don't have that, well, <laughs> what's up? What's, what what's the point? I mean, yeah. I mean, what's that's the, the crazy thing. Like, if you see a close game, you know, there's a close game going on between Boston and the Hawks. Okay, I mean, there it's, it's like coming down to the last few seconds. It does like that. That the the Warriors and the Cavaliers right. take the meaning of that game away. Right. Like whoever wins that game is just gonna get swept yeah, or beat down by the Warriors or the Cavaliers. Cavaliers. I mean, it's like this is the worst I've seen in the NBA. This is the biggest golden age of the NBA. Yeah, talent wise. Talent, wise, talent wise, but this yeah. is the worst year or era of the NBA because you got guys scared to compete against each other. I've never right. seen a, a, a league where guys are scared to compete against each other. Like you're a professional athlete, you've competed all the way through your life Why since now? you were kids. Why now do you want to be afraid to step out there and be a competitor? Like, shout out to Dwight Howard. He's he's not a you know he's yeah not he's not a joiner. The he, super team, yeah. Even no, though he yeah. tried to do it at Houston, just yeah, and, and LA. And even what you were saying, quick is. About this goes for Odell and really goes for KD when it comes to being everybody liking you to not everybody going against you. I don't know if you guys saw it, but it was years ago where AI came on Stephen A. show when he had a show on ESPN. Highly questionable. Highly questionable. And he told no, him. No, no, that it wasn't highly questionable. Wasn't it? It was a, uh, it was a, uh, because highly questionable Stan Levitard. It was a, uh, uh, but but Stephen was A. Smith, a. Show? It was like uh, quite frankly, quite, quite frankly, frankly. Yeah. <laughs> quite frankly. So he came on there and he gave, this is way before LeBron left Cleveland the first time, and he predicted that everybody's going to hate LeBron. So go and watch it on YouTube. But wow. he says that, look, he says, man, they're waiting, man. They're waiting for you to do something so they can they can really hate you. I'm telling you right now. And he's looking right at the camera. And he's like, he's like, he's looking at Stephen A. Then he turns, looks at the camera. And he's like trying to tell the crowd and looking at the crowd like, yo, I'm, this is going to happen. They're waiting for you right now. Do something wrong. And they're gonna turn against you because they cannot wait to. This is way before he left Cleveland the first time. Hey, I need and the to same tell thing me when goes I'm for get a job. Hey, so, <laughs> I ain't here. He don't understand what's going on, man. He had he never had a job in his life. You think? Right, right, right. right. So, yeah, I just been playing ball. But now, nah, but like, uh, so the same thing with Odell and the same thing with KD. Like people, and and then like really were just waiting for them. And now they have a reason to more than ever to hate you. I didn't think they had a reason to hate LeBron like they did, but that's a different. Yeah, but for these I, two, I respect LeBron even more now because he actually made he made a super team, he made not a joined team. the super team. Exactly. It's totally After joining the super team. So No, I'm talking about in Miami. That team wasn't very good when he went there. They were like struggling to make the playoffs. When he went there, he brought Chris Bosch there. No, if not, Chris Bosch shined before LeBron. Yeah, he did. But no, if they were already, they already winning knew. before they already knew. Right, 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 they already right. knew. But like it, it wasn't like a team that had already won a no, championship no. and just got just just barely beat. Like the Heat didn't just beat LeBron, no. and you know the equivalent. The equivalent, like you're saying, is if LeBron would have left after Cleveland the first time and went he to Boston, Boston. Yeah. exactly. If he went to right, Boston right. or somebody else who kept beating them or Detroit. I don't know, whatever. Then it would have been like, all right, that's a weak move because you're joining the team that keeps beating you. But you know, but KD's told you know that's what KD did. But LeBron didn't do that. He made that three team. He had his, his best stats. If you look at his career numbers, his best numbers were in Miami. With those three years, four years, he was efficient as any player will probably ever be in the history of basketball. Like it is, if you go look at him, it's ridiculous. So he made that team great, and you know we know Wade had to take a back seat and all those kind of things. So really, that was LeBron's team. We can all see that. Um, but for the words for now, man, I'm not too interested in that. Um, the rest of the league, I'm trying to see who else is up and coming. I'd rather watch maybe to see how the Bucks are going to look now. They're a young, up and coming team. I want to see some of these other teams what they're going to look like. But the words, we kind of already know what's going to be. I'm not interested. In just, just let me know uh, June, what is it, June 12th, 
2017 yep. game seven. Okay. Like Cleveland, we'll Golden you State. Snorlax. Yeah, yeah. You on your Snorlax. I mean, we the, the season's like two weeks from being opening. Like opening night is supposed to be the exciting time. It's not though. I'll, I'll be I'll be yeah, sleepwalking at the at the Hawks games, like sleep tune. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna be watching the baseball playoffs probably because it's. I mean, that's that's more exciting than the basketball season. Well, right even right. as Hawks fans, like you're saying, we kind of know in the East how it is. It's Cleveland or it's nobody LeBron. else. It's, it's LeBron. So I, 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 still, I can't I can't even lie. I still have a little like hope in my can heart beat that they hope go because uh, Dwight Howard is the <laughs> only one in the East that has proven he can beat LeBron, I don't know how LeBron many times James. I have to say this yeah LeBron James shout out to that kid but yeah like Dwight Howard is the only one in the East that has when proved is the la- when is the last time he faced LeBron in the playoffs 2009 and where, where was LeBron and what was the problem in Cleveland what? He had a good team in Cleveland. He had a good team? That's that's not why he went to Miami? Them boys was good. Them boys nah, were good. they weren't a good team. They, they, they had Mo nah. Williams. So you take LeBron off their team. Antoine Jameson. He made all those dudes all-stars. Just, it, well, they, they, they're, not, they're not as good as the He had to wash. They, 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 Shaq would have made washed, the playoffs. Man. When Shaq went there, he was washed. Yeah, he was. He right. was oh, no, no. He was TNT no, no. Shaq. No, no. He, he, he beat him before Shaq joined. Shaq joined in 2010. Wait, wait. Be who? Uh, I'm Orlando. Um, yeah, you're right. You're right. You you're right. Yeah. But you know what? Cle- Cleveland, that was their best team, actually. That 2019 one yeah, when, when they were was. taking yeah. them pictures. Yeah. Before they were the chilling. game he was and all dancing that. with Danny Green. Yeah. But that was before LeBron. That was before LeBron became LeBron. He is now. Like, he, he right. hadn't went to Miami. Right. He hadn't went to college yet. He was right. still in high school then. Right. He went to college, but but, but that was the back. best. That was the best LeBron before LeBron. <laughs> that was the most talented LeBron. That was. I missed the old Kanye. <laughs> so let's yo, let's jump into the next topic here. That's gonna get Jeremy in trouble if he's down with it. Splitting the bill. We're gonna change it up. A leaguers. We're gonna get different topics every week. This one here, we're gonna talk about should you split the bill. <laughs> uh, we live in Atlanta. Uh, it's a little different here. Um, they expect different things from us. Uh, how to conduct ourselves on these dates. But <clears throat> here's my thing, splitting the bill. I, t- I said it in the group chat last week. Because cause I've, I've had a problem the last couple of months with the dates I've, I've, had to, I've had to be on. And it's I put myself in that situation, so I had to take blame for it. I get it. Um, but if I don't expect anything, I expect you to at least get the tip if I invite you out. All right. If I say, "Hey, come with me. Let's go out. Let's let's do this." Blah blah blah. Let's out. I, I got us. I'm in pretty much implying that is, I is it, I'm is going to what, pay what, for what us. What are the circumstances? Is it the first date? Let's say okay. No, no. no. The first date, I got it. If I say, "Yo, yo," if I say, "Yo, let's go get something," to eat, I want to take you out to eat. Then duh. You know, right, I got right. that and the tip. It's no big. Okay, so I'm so saying the next date, couple date dates, number date number what? Let's say date number five. I don't know. Or if you've been dating for like at least. Two months, but you're not okay. Yeah, you know, dating, yeah. just casually dating. Let's yeah. say that it's not, it's not anything too serious, but you know, you're kind of feeling each other out. At some point in time, you're gonna have to. I'm gonna look at you and say, at least make the offer. Say that, act like you're trying. Look, reach in your pocketbook, girl. Like, just <laughs> pretend Yo, that you're about I'm, to do I'm in something. A, a African American so, relationship class at Georgia State, and then the professor was like. Uh, ladies, bring money with you, and, and then bring your, you know, your little bag. And then always, when the bill comes, reach, reach for your bag and See? wait for him to be like, "Oh no, no, exactly." Exactly. And like, but bring money just in case. Thank you. Yeah, I, come prepared. Go ahead. I agree with you. I, I at least would like the, the effort. But you know, the first couple of dates, I mean, until until like mm. you're in a relationship, relationship with somebody, like I don't, I don't, you know, I would think you know, pay for it. But you know, at least for her to show the, you know. I, the effort. Yeah. That I, I could do it, you know, if you wouldn't really. If you, you didn't, didn't have it. We don't but, ask guys, we don't want to feel used, but go ahead. Exactly. And then, you know, when you get in a relationship, you know, it's kind of 50. It's not 50 50. Like the guy pays for everything, but yeah. you know, sometimes a girl, like, hey, I want to do, I want to treat you right today. Don't worry about going in your wallet. I got you today. Yeah. Like that would yeah. be cool, you know. Yeah. And, and as honest, take me we to are, McDonald's something. Yeah, get that, yeah. that, that dollar menu, girl. I'll take you to Waffle House. You know how it is. But. If you're not, if I'm not expecting anything in return, which I think a lot of guys get, let's be honest, like, you know, we pay and then we expect that the nightcap house is going to be. But it's like, if we're both being honest, like, and we're both just trying to get to know each other and I'm paying and you pay half, I don't see anything wrong with that because it's like, look, we're not expecting anything. Yeah, we're not expecting anything out of each other. I'm chilling. I'm getting to know you. We're going out. We're getting to know each other, blah, blah, blah. Same thing for you. If you're not expecting anything out of, as far as like, 
but I didn't expect any of that just that night, I'm saying, or that, you know, whatever it is, like, if you're not putting any pressure on the situation and we're just having fun, getting to know each other, then I don't see any problem with splitting the bill. I think a lot of times we come into situations just like girls, a lot of the women expect us that this is the duty of the man that we're supposed to do. And then, so it's like a double standard because like, all right, if you expect that, then in return, should I say that, oh, I expect you to the nightcap, you know what's good. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not gonna I mean, expect it, that then. It, it, it so was, like, it was 1 a.m., bro. It was all. Oh, don't do the. <laughs> oh man. Oh, D Rose. You know, you know what it is. Rashad Rose. Bush, Rashad know? Rose in the building. <laughs> he said, "You pull up with the Uber everywhere." You feel me? <laughs> <laughs> I got the Uber outside waiting. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, what you about to do? <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I don't know. Look, for me, it's not. It's not a crazy issue, but it gets irritating a little bit. Cause it's like if we go to the movies, I had I had one circumstance which was really cool, and I had others that that wasn't. Where I'll just give one uh, went on a couple of dates with one girl, and for her, it was she said, "Yo, let's go do this," and I'm like, "All right." Like she was really like leading, like, "Yo, I want to go do this." I was like, "All right, cool." But and I went. We meet up and she's That's like, so awesome. and she's like, Flat yeah, and she's like, oh, and she ends up paying for. It. I'm like, yo, I'm reaching in, but I'm like expecting, like, oh, I'm gonna pay for it. But she's like, no, 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 I like, I invited you, I got it. Uh, but for her, she was looking at me like. Like no, like seriously, I got it. So I was like, wow, okay, that's cool. Like that. But but, was but how do you feel about that, dude? Do you feel like I don't like it all the time? It, it, I mean, cause yeah, yeah, it, it can seem like, ooh, you, you might be controlling a little bit, you know? Oh, if, if she keeps doing it, yeah, yeah, you might be like you have like this uh, dominant trait that, that you just have to be in control all the time. All the time yeah. No, so, I, I don't know. It right. could because she could be planning to see for later. Be like, hey, remember that time I, I bought? <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's yeah. Like, you know, I wear the pants in these relationships. <laughs> I mean. So, like you, like you were saying earlier, Eric, I just think, you know, sometimes, um, you know, you don't want to feel used. Like, guys, like, we don't want to fight. If a girl not putting nothing into the, you know, getting to know you, like, all you're doing is taking her out and feeding especially, her. Like, oh, especially, especially. No, of social media, they, they ruined it for me. When, when yeah. they started making the. Uh, $200 dates? No, no, the, the, the free food uh, yeah. memes. Oh, that's yeah. what I'm talking about. When, when, yeah. when they were like, when, when you really Waste got them saved as free food. Yeah. And I was like, what? Yeah. Girls do that. <laughs> yeah, then you got, then you got <laughs> some. Savage oh, life. I was like, I was like hold on. I got to yeah. check my Bank of America account. Do, do, do. Oh, see, you know it's Look bad at, when you got to check your account. Okay, I'll take. All right, 2015. How much I got? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Wait, you, and you looking at your, you got to get the app. You got to open the app real low. And, and, then, and, then, and then you look at your text, and then you see the whole thread. It's like, did y'all see hey, the ATL episode, Atlanta yep. episode? Yeah. That, oh, yeah. Childish, yeah. yeah. Right, right. I thought about that when that when that was happening. Yeah, when he was getting mad at the waitress, yeah. I was like, that's definitely us. Right. Like, that's me. Like, why <laughs> you keep pressuring me to get the, like, the, the steak and all this stuff? Like, the shrimp. The, I don't want and all dessert. that. <laughs> I don't want any dessert. I just chilling, man. Even like, if you want it, you I don't want that. Price. I don't want it. Exactly. <laughs> and the girl's like, "Oh, no, no problem. Let me get that filet mignon." I'm like, "Yo, no, oh, you don't need stop." Uh, don't that's the it. pressure. And then the, the worst thing about girls eating out is they don't eat. Nope. They 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 have like two bites and then they're like, "I'm full." <laughs> you like? What? Exactly. You what? Exactly. This is all you can eat buffet. We got to we got to eat. It is, uh, hey, that, that's what my parents eighty five dollars me. You eat the whole, you clean your plate, girl. That's another thing. Rashad brought up a good point. Y'all clean y'all plates. Hashtag clean your plates. Right, right. Man. Hashtag I clean your plates you. 2016. Thank you. Don't be shy either. They be like, oh, I just don't want to eat in front of you. Like, nah, nah, go in. I want to see you and go then, in. And then take it to both box on. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I'm right. Jeremy right. Said, I'm a big boy. I eat. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. I eat. <laughs> I ain't shy. Who you is? It's not like because you licked your fingers, I'm gonna be like, I'm not feeling this. <laughs> man, if you got it all over your face. Like, man. I mean, if you sound like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to be like, okay. Big Shirley, like Big Shirley and Martin. <laughs> Big Shirley and Martin, when you couldn't even see it, she was down in the whole drink. She was just killing everything. Nah, that's going to see it. We can't do it. Oh, man. But yeah, all right. So, man, episode 10, the A-League, baby. Back. Two weeks in a row. Thank you, everybody. You know what I mean? Before you finish, Rashad. What's up? What's up? Right. I mean, Eric. Uh, what? <laughs> I look like Rashad. I nah, nah. But uh, you know, on a serious note, I want to, you know, send the prayers down to everybody down there in Florida, oh, and South sure. Carolina, uh, in, in North Carolina, man, in South Georgia, man. Uh, I know our boy Keem. He's uh, yeah. he lives in South Carolina. So hey, man, be safe. Hey, leave right, Keem, right, man. right, right, right. Also, shouts out to Jeremy, man. You know, our survivor, our homie, man, the warrior. You know. Yeah, y'all really don't see what, what really goes on behind the scenes, man. This man is 
coming out here still every single weekend, still doing this podcast. So we appreciate you, Jeremy. Appreciate you, we still with you, bro. For sure, man. Hey, man, let's make it quick then. Go around the room. Do what we do. Uh, Eric Yabo here, Yabo5 on Twitter, EricYabo.com. Uh, check the A League podcast. We're on SoundCloud, iTunes. Uh, now we're on Facebook. Got a Facebook page. Get, a, get that running too. Uh, hey, let's, let's, do it. let's do it. All right. Uh, I'm Jeremy Johnson, uh, Clark underscore Kent underscore 75. Get my Superman on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, first of all, shout out to everybody that been listening to us, supporting us these past 10 episodes. It's really cool. Uh, you know, RashadMilligan.com. You can also text me at 678. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you You gonna get some weird- <laughs> You bet. You better. <laughs> you might as well put it on Craigslist. You gonna feel it like that. You might as well. You put it on this podcast. Hey. You gonna get some uh, crazy people. Yeah. I, um, I, I, I was gonna go say ahead, something. Finish it. No, I'm not. I'm not gonna say. It. I'm not gonna say. A <laughs> league baby man. We out. Watch out, 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 watch out